Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? The Negro has broken through. Check him out on Netflix. That nigga Ari Spears has done it. He's with the Spicks and the Hispanics and the Wetbacks on Gentified. See him as a chef. Ah, that's right. He's the help. What else is expected? That nigga is black as the pool ball itself. want to talk about uh joe biden and uh bernie sanders looks like the two people are going to fight it out for the democratic nominee or do you think or do you uh, want uh, to talk about it i mean we could throw a little opinion on it each way you so it's right now they're the only two left uh, I, there's some other people i think that are still in it but that's the, the, they have the delegates i think i think i saw it was bernie biden and a woman uh Elizabeth Warren? No, Warren? she's out. Yeah, she's done. It's, Some other woman, a brunette. Yeah, no, they, but she doesn't have the she doesn't have the delegates. Okay, I think deep down inside we know it's going to really boil down between Biden and Bernie. Right. And somebody said if Bernie loses, the ticket should be uh, Biden as president and Bernie as vice. I don't know if he would do it. That would be awesome, dude. Do you dude, don't think that would be awesome, dude? That's like a hundred and like sixty years of of age in the White House. Okay. Dude. But them is two bulls, nigga. Uh, I don't know, man. Biden, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm very torn. Uh, I was I was for Bernie when it, when it turned into Hillary. I was. And it's not because I'm a Bernie bro or any of that stuff. I thought some of the policies, which people don't understand, what, I, I don't want to freak anybody out on what a, social, uh, what a democratic socialist is. It's, it's, not, it's not what... What people are thinking it is. It's not on our road to being communist. It's not any of that. Uh, but it's about taking care of the people at the bottom a lot more than what. And in a country with this much money, we should be able to take care of a lot of people. I shouldn't see somebody in, in the street like we saw today. I, I'm being honest. And when I go to DC and we're around, we're driving around DC, which is our nation's capital, and I see homeless all over the place there. Uh, how do you have that in what is supposed to be the greatest country in the in, in the world? I'm almost wondering at this point whose homeless population is more dire. This one, this or San L.A.? Fr- no, San Francisco. L.A. is bad, dude. Yeah, but this. I, I I went and did something recently where I had to go drive through downtown L.A. 
I called my lady and I was like, yo, this is a third world country. Well, when they're setting up all the tents and all the stuff most, under the bridge. Most cities, downtowns, they take pride in downtown. Yeah. It's where the action is. It's where the nightlife is. LA's downtown, and they've cleaned it up a little bit near the Staples Center because they wanted more business and food and all the people coming to the. But outside of the Staples Center, yo, LA downtown is horrendous. There's no nightlife. People don't go there to go clubbing and hang out. They go to the regular spots Melrose, Sunset, and Hollywood Boulevard. It looks like Beirut in that motherfucker, dude. Because there's tents all over the place, and they had to push all the people. The reason there's so many more homeless that you're noticing now is because where the forum used to be is where all the homeless were. Well, that and where the forum used to be is where the niggas was. But and all the white folks would drive in from Beverly Hills and to go the see, well to yeah. two areas to go see the Lakers. They wanted to get the white folks out them niggas' neighborhoods. Neighborhoods. Well, now it's because the 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 new stadiums there. That's where they're building the the, the stadiums for the uh, the Chargers and the right. uh, yeah. So that that whole area is gonna is re, gonna be right. regentrified and pu- and push out all the homeless people. Mm-hmm. So they had to go somewhere. I remember a while back we we kept wrestling with the idea, and I kept asking you the question: Why is it so hard for comedians? to make jokes about homeless people because it seems like most people, audience members-wise, they, they stick up for the homeless. Like, no, that, don't do that. Oh, unless the joke is just that fucking brilliant. With the homeless situation being what it is, and I'm asking you in your personal opinion, is there any part of you that goes, I understand we should do something for them. I understand it's a problem slash crisis. But God damn it. These people are choosing not to work. We're watch. I'm watching them hold up signs with both hands, both arms. I'm watching them walk to car to car to beg for money with both legs and feet. What is the problem? Uh, some people have other different kinds of problems that they can't get. They can't get help that they need. Listen, they're, they're, they just did. Uh, I forgot where it was. I wish I could remember where it was off the top of my head. They did mini housing for uh, for homeless and uh, under uh, uh, under. They didn't have enough money, whatever. So there's like these 200 square foot little mini homes that they're doing. And a lot of people were saying, yeah, but what is that? Now you're putting them in a little home and now they have 200 square feet, but they might as well be out. You know, they were making fun of it. But the thing is, like it was a joke, like kind of like, how is this going to help? Or like these people should be able to do more for themselves than this. But if you don't have that start, sometimes you can't without a residence, without a a mailing address, a physical address, you can't get uh, EBT. You can't get food stamps. You can't get special services. You can't get those things. So a lot of these people who need help, some mental help, sometimes they can't have a job, they can't make it to a job because whatever these reasons, and I'm not saying all, but some. And if there's But you don't see it as if you give them the housing and you give them all that stuff without them working for it, they get lazy and fall back on, well, I got a house now, so I really don't have to work now. Now I got the house that allows me to get the, the, the food stamps. Okay. So you're giving them a free ride. If you're doing that for one person, but you're saving 10, is it worth it? When you say because you're doing it for one, one person, person, but you're saving 10 real p- people that want help, isn't it worth it? You mean it? one person is taking the ride yeah. and the other 10 are doing what they're supposed to? Yeah. If that's the logic or if that's how it really works out, fine. Okay. Okay. But my... 
Again, I'm, and I'm not trying to be cruel here. No, I understand I'm, what you're I'm, saying. I'm, just, I'm with you because I fight with this too. I think I think everybody listening fights with this because it's not like, and I'm tired of people saying, "Yeah, well, you know, you, you know, you feel good about yourself because you handed someone a dollar that's that's asking for money." Dude, drive to the next block. There's another person. There's another person. There's another person. There's there's only so right. much you can do. Right. So how do we fix it? Is the is is the bigger question to me. And I wrestle with what you just said because there should be you, people need to be incentivized to to perform, which for whatever reason within ourselves we find a need to do something to create value so that we can get money so that we can advance ourselves. Some people maybe don't have that. I don't understand that because I have that. Right. So I don't know what it is. There could be mental issues. There could be a lot of different problems. I've seen people have hard times. There's a lot of ex. Uh, veterans that are homeless those people worked at one time worked hard for us right so what is it that does this and i just think that we have to figure out a way to do some of these things and i don't know how we got from biden and uh uh, well i guess you know what we're going to talk about it this way i don't see biden changing any policies that's going to make changes on that lower level uh now and here's where we get into what socialism is bernie wood Bernie would want to enact policies. He'd want to clean up our streets. He'd want to get homeless in a better situation. Now, that means we're going to pay more. But does your neighborhood become better? Does it become safer? Does it become more valuable because you don't have homeless people? Well, my neighborhood don't have homeless people regardless as to whether or not that's done. So now I'm supposed to pay more for something that don't even affect me to begin with? Are you? Am I going to pay more? Does it, it doesn't affect you? What do you mean? It, you don't think it affects you? No, not directly. How does it affect me? And everybody gets indirectly affected by it. How? Why am I indirectly affected? We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, what if you go? To, <laughs> what if you go get your car washed over where you get your car wash, and uh, some homeless dude bites you in the arm, and you end up in the emergency? So now you're affected. I'm I'm being kind of facetious, I, but I know, but 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 these people you got to be a little realistic. Yeah, but what happens if, so, if something happens? You have, you have kids, you have family. You don't know what's going to happen to them or how well, they're we, affected. We're paying a lot of money in insurance, aren't we? Constantly for a bunch of what ifs that never happen. But we're paying. So I don't need to be paying more for some what ifs. Okay, maybe we we still have to pay more. I know we're going to have to pay more, but we uh, you have to cut other spending and you have to stop doing foolish spending. We do a lot of foolish spending. We subsidize so many. We do a lot of foolish spending. Start with our president. Yeah, and the decisions they make to to, to try to so called cut the budget. Well, he hasn't cut the budget. He's expanded the budget. Well, okay. Well, that's foolish spending, isn't it? Some of it, a lot of it is, yeah. A lot of okay. it could be different. He's cut some things that we need. The reason there's a lot of homeless people going back to the Reagan years is when he cut all the spending that went to uh, the mental health uh, area of uh, the hospitalization of people with mental disabilities uh, and, and mental health issues. Uh, those people ended up on the streets. And so this has been perpetuating for a yeah, long time. Look, I, the, the veterans and the people, like it's almost like treating it in a sense like uh, – when you travel first class and they say and they make the announcement, all right, we'd like to pre-board any people with certain conditions, people with kids. Now we'd like to pre-board with military and service as a thank you. Now we'd like to pre-board with our gold star medallion members. In terms of the homeless, we should prioritize in terms of, hey, if you're a veteran, obviously you served your country. You've, you've caught the low end of the stick. Maybe you get the first dibs at whatever that help is. If you really got some serious mental issues, 
you get second dibs or you're right in the priority lane. But if ain't nothing wrong with you and you ain't no veteran and you got working arms and working legs, get the fuck out of here. There's a lot that we can do with that, though. There's a lot if we if maybe maybe. Listen, I I do do a lot of what is, but but what about single moms that are trying to work and pay for kids to go to school, pay for their food while they're going to school? But don't have the daycare. Have their kids are you need you need help. Certain well, people you need to, help. You have to expand your list of skills in terms of what you're willing to do. If you're a single mom and you need somebody to watch your kids, what that mouth do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I watch them niggas, <laughs> but what that mouth do? See, so it does affect you indirectly, which would affect me directly. Uh, yes. See. Yeah. Uh, I, and but going back to what I said in the beginning, when before Trump went to office, and before we had this stimulus and this artificial—it's not really artificial, but it is kind of an artificial growth of the of of our uh, economy. Uh, I thought Bernie could have moved in; he could have done a lot of things, and we could have really helped out uh, people in general. And now I think Bernie getting in causes a crash in the economy, and we kind of go backwards before we go forward. Have you voted? For no, because we uh, they didn't have it yet. Oh, but we, when it's time yeah. to vote, you gonna yeah. vote? Yeah. Who are you going for? Between uh, whoever you know, Bernie, Bernie and Biden. Yeah. You feel yeah. like a Bernie guy. I, I am more of a Bernie guy. I'm worried about the economy, though. I'm worried about like surviving uh, a basically uh, a, a deep, deep recession or a depression uh, <sighs> if we go in. See, see, uh, the thing about uh, Trump is that he put us in a situation where if you g- try to go backwards, you have to fail. Like whoever takes this next step, uh, it, it, anybody who's not like I think Biden could weather it because uh, he's he even said I'm not going to make a lot of changes. I'm not going to affect the the wealthy. I'm not trying to take money away from the wealthy. He 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 said all these things already. So I think he would try to uh, maybe move a few things, adjust things, try to make things a little bit more fair. But I don't think um, he's really going to make a lot of changes. Is Mike Bloomberg out? Uh I think he he's I, I hadn't really watched this weekend because we've been here and we've been doing the shows, but I I think that he's done. He's but he wants to give his money to a candidate to a candidate to help them beat Trump. He wants Trump out. The problem with it is Bernie says he wouldn't take his money because Bernie's all about not taking any billionaire dollars. He doesn't want to owe anybody anything. Hey Bloomberg, you want to show some uh, some greatness, nigga? Donate some of that money to them niggas who you've been fucking over, and now you've been trying to get their vote. Uh, I was at my pizza spot in L.A., Mulberry's, and I'm looking through the New York Post. Apparently, Mike Bloomberg went to some black church to speak, and a good portion of the church stood up in the pews and And turned their backs and gave him his back. You know, and it's just... Like, when you you come up with stop and frisk, and you do flat-out racist shit, you don't ever stop to think, hey, I might want to run for president, Man, and you know, this shit going to come back and haunt I, me. I, I, I don't see that. You know why? Because I think it's all bullshit. It's, it's what anybody wants. Because when Hillary went to the church and no one said shit. Can you hear it, Andy? Can you hear all the niggas right now slapping their foreheads based on what you just about to say? 
She oh, went the here he go. She went. She pulled her hot sauce out of her purse, and she was the coolest at the time. People said Bill, Bill Clinton was the greatest president, and they're the ones that did the crime shit, the crime bill, the crime bill with the with the right. super predators. Put more black people in jail than any. They're more responsible for you know black what? people in jail. I, this is why I can't wait to have this conversation with Shabazz OG. Because the two things I want to ask him, um, I recently read and saw a post where somebody, somebody black said, black people are starting to finally come around about how they feel about Obama. And I swear I will die on this shield, but I'd like to get Shabazz's take on the Obama shit. Because when you read something enough and you hear it enough, you even start to question yourself. And you start to go, am I making a mistake? Am I fucking bugging? Like, I saw a clip recently where Candace Owen was uh, at one of those hearings. And a white guy said something to her about, basically in a nutshell, do you like your own people? Do you, you seem to be against your own people. And she said, absolutely not. I just wish my people would wake up. And again, from the Democratic plantation and the Democrats have done this, the Democrats have done that. Racially, the Democrats are Democrats are Democrats. And I just wish somebody would, 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 would say to this bitch or ask the question, why do you people keep making it seem like only the Democrats are racist? Only the Democrats have done racist shit. Only the Democrats, the Democrats... The Republicans have never. Why is no one questioning this bitch on that? You, you ready for some more black people to slap their heads about what I'm about to say? Oh, the Republicans in general have have their policies on the surface are supposed to stay out of people's day to day more so. And the Democrats pass laws that are in, in that hurt people on the bottom, meaning black folks. All folks that are on the bottom. But let's be specific. That's what her argument is. Yeah. The Democrats are not effective for black people. They're not good for us. I don't think that either party is good for anyone. Bingo. But again, let's be specific. When you say anyone, black folks, which is what my argument is, don't make one better than the other. They both suck. But I know you want to say everyone, meaning poor people. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about specifically black folks. Because if you're going to keep making the argument to me, well, the Democrats invented the KKK. When I go back and forth with these, call them trolls or whatever you want to call them, white folks on, on Instagram, and they go, yeah, you know, you should do your homework. You, you know, you, 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 you guys are supporting the Democrats when the Democrats have done this, for, done this against black people, that again. And I keep going, Republicans never owned slaves, yo. There's never been any Republicans or any conservatives that were crooked cops, judges, lawyers, politicians. Yeah, they're called people with money. I know, Andy, you want to go to the money no, no, thing. No, because money's go- very important in this. But we're talking about a specific thing. We're talking about race, not money. I know economic. I get you. We're talking specifically about race. If you're Candace Owens or you're any black person that's a conservative or you're any black person on the right... If you're going to keep bringing up to me how the Democrats are these evil people who never liked black people and did them dirty and invented the KKK, I'm fine with that. Because that's true. I'm fine with that. But let's also acknowledge what is true. Republicans never owned slaves. 
I don't know what the the breakdown is, but I would assume the answer would be yes. Why assume? Why not a definite yes? Republicans because the never Republicans because the Republican Party didn't come out till later. It doesn't matter when you come out if you're gay and don't come out till years later. That don't mean you weren't no, no, gay no. before what you I'm came out. What I'm saying is the Republicans had a different platform and they came out later. So I'm assuming that <sighs> people of all. Uh, political backgrounds had been rich white people had all been part of that the reason i come back to being rich and why i keep coming back to being money is before you finish that statement abraham lincoln freed the slaves he was a republican yeah abraham lincoln did not free black people because he cared about black people he loved black people he did it to save the union it It was a business decision it was and i have read and i have read actual quotes from abraham lincoln as racist as the next one, saying he don't believe that black people are as equal to white people and that we're savages and this and that. So just like in the 80s and even till past the 80s, Ronald Reagan was considered the Republican, the Michael Jordan of Republicans. He's a god. He ain't like niggas either. Abraham Lincoln for that time, the Michael jo- the Babe Ruth of Republicans, same, same shit, didn't like niggas either. So, so this is why I'm saying this, this, this ridiculous argument to me is ridiculous. Why, why big up one over the other? It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Okay, so then switch it around. Why do you, why do you feel about Republicans a certain way? I, I, again, I'm lumping them in the same shit. I don't feel I do one too. way about one over the other. I, I think that, that both sides are corrupt. But when you, well, the reason I bring keep bringing money, and can I can you do me a favor, yeah. say, please say this. I got the corrupt, which again, yes, we know it's politics, it's corruption, it's money, it's class. Can you say both sides are racist? Both sides are racist. Yeah. There's racist people in both parties. Yes. You said it, but you said it differently. No, because because a party can't be the party itself is not racist. The people who enact the policies create the racism. Okay, so there's racist uh, policy enactors on both sides. On both sides. But the reason I keep going back to the money is because money controls the whole thing. Listen, what, when, you said, when you speak about black people, and you, I say poor people, and you said, well, specifically black people. And I say poor people, and the reason I'm saying this is, do you want to change your color or do you want to change your economic situation? Do I want to change my economic situation or my color? Yeah. Why would I want to change my color? Exactly. So it's the economic situation that's the problem. And as long as you're poor, they're keeping you down. And because they kept black people poor. Let me quote two things to you from two black people. Charles Barkley, which I think Charles Barkley should never speak on behalf of black people. Because first of all, the nigga can't even understand how <laughs> syllables work. I think it's very interesting. Interesting has two syllables. Uh, 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 no, I'm sorry. Three syllables. Interesting. He adds four. Interesting. Athlete, two. Athlete, three. Charles Barkley owns where he goes. There's two types of racism. There's economic racism and there's actual racism. Miss me with the economic racism shit because I'm going to quote Don King. It don't matter how much money a nigga got in America. He's still a nigga. So when you say to me, what would you rather cho- change? What? I'm not asking what you would rather. I said, what are we trying to change? Okay, what are we trying to change? 
changing my color is not an option. Exactly. And it would never be an option, one, because it just can't happen, and two, because... You any, wouldn't need it to happen. You wouldn't well, want it to happen. Okay, exactly. Any, 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 any black person with any amount of self-pride and love for thyself would never want to change that. Exactly. But don't have me believe that part of the reason why we go through what we go through is because we're poor. Even if we were rich, we would still go through it. Would we go through it on the same level? No. But again, Oprah got locked out of a store and couldn't even get in. And this is Oprah. And where in, at? in Paris. Okay. Okay. What difference does that no, no, make? No, no. It's it's important. And I'll and I'll and I'll. Uh, but there but there are niggas here with money all the time who get treated like niggas. So the, the money thing, that's no. I'm not buying that. That's the same argument when I hear white people go. Uh, yeah, the economic thing. So you mean to tell me the niggas who have been shot and killed by police, if they if they had money, it wouldn't have happened? If Because because the only time people know you got money is if you're famous. Or famous enough to the point where, hey, that's a that's a recognizable celebrity. We know he's rich. Or if you're not necessarily an entertainer, but you're 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 enough of a uh, you're, you got enough money where you're in the headlines. It you're, changes. You're, you're being written about. It, but but uh, if I if I there's some black billionaires and millionaires who can walk the streets every day, and you wouldn't know they was rich. There's white millionaires and billionaires that you don't know are rich. But they're not in the threat of being killed. But my point is, they're not, well, did you hear what I just yes, said? Yes, that's important. But how do you change that? Do you, you're not going to change it any other way. You got to change the stereotype. And when when you change the equity in the country. And everybody's working at the same place. It changes the stereotype. I hear what you're going for. I always hear what you're going for. And I'm not even saying you're wrong. But the powers that be don't want that to happen. Exactly. They like the stereotypes the way it is. Exactly. Because they can keep everybody, they can keep poor people on one side of the aisle if they keep them fighting with each other. Okay, but but what's the difference if you're poor? Okay, what's the difference if you're poor? I mean, poor. I'm not talking about just regular poor. I'm talking about poor. You you like dirt you, poor. Poor. You dirt poor. Tell me what's the difference between a male, a, a, a mom and a dad, a son and a daughter, four people living in a poor, shitty, shabby house. If you're black or you're white, and you're living right next door to each other, and you're living in the same economic situation, the same policing situation, yes, I I will admit wholeheartedly the white the white kids are going to have a better chance of walking out of there. So then you just explain the difference. Why but, you need but, me but, to. but why are they fighting with each other? Because they're in the economic situation that's still being held okay, down. Even if they Who keeps them held down? All right, so let's say they weren't fighting. Let's say they were the best of fucking friends. No fighting between each other at all. One still has a better chance of getting shot than the other. One still has a better chance of serving more jail time than the other for the same crime. One has a better chance of getting followed around a store than the other. Because you have to change the stereotype. The money... To change the economic situation so has to even change. If, so even you're telling me that if the black family who's dirt poor had a better economic situation than the white family who's dirt poor, that somehow things are now even in terms of treatment, in better. terms of chances of being shot? Better, yeah. You think money is you think money is the key to that? Yeah, a lot, because in poor neighborhoods people do poor make poor decisions. 
people with no money make bad decisions. They make things. Uh, there's more drama. There's more problems in bad neighborhoods. There's a lot of people with no money whose lives have been taken based off no decisions at all, other than being black. Yep, and that I'm not. I can't change that. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say the the stereotype has to change, and it's a very the economics of it are very because what else could we change? We're not trying to change color, so we might we what have to change an cha- economic situation. So, so how do you change the economic situation? Take the people that are in power that are controlling that bullshit out of that out of that situation. And that's Bernie Sanders. And, okay, and that's also the fairy tale. No, it's not. Okay, so if Donald Trump gets a second term, that's also the fairy tale. I've just proven my point. No, Donald Trump because they'll be keeping their money. That's what the, that's everybody's afraid to lose their money. Everybody's afraid of what a socialist idea would. Uh, uh, Who's everybody? People with money. <laughs> but what about his supporters? Because they're the ones that are going to keep them in office. Are they afraid of losing their money? They ain't got no money. No, they're afraid of losing money, too. Now, nah, they're, they're, they're afraid of they don't want to lose out to the idea. They, 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 they like what Trump represents, even though he ain't doing well, that's shit not for all, I'm not talking about those people. The, 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 the Trump, the, the Trumpers, the, the people who refuse to see the, the, who he is. I can't change those people. But aren't those the people that are going to decide whether or not he's still in office? No. I don't think so. We know, who we know, what, percent, if he, if we he, know what percentage of those people are, that are going to come out. Okay, so if he wins a second term, who's responsible? Uh, I think if he wins a second term, it's the people who made everybody fear Bernie Sanders and what a socialist is. And who are those people? Um, what do you mean? Who are the people? Like, are they the same people that voted Trump in the first time? The Make America Great Again people, the people that no, go to his rallies. No, 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 no. If you watch what the Democrats are doing to each other, there's this, there's a divide between the progressives and um, the the mainstream Democrats, and they're not getting along with each other, and they're dividing, they're dividing themselves. I think Bernie. I think someone like Bernie could make change. Bernie's not going to fix it. But he could he could start to he could start to make changes with it. But it's gonna ca- it's gonna hurt. That's the thing. Do we want are people willing to hurt? This is this is why I say it. I'm and I'm owning up to this. This is why I'm, I'm telling you. There's a there's a guttural thing in me where I know what I want to say. I, I think I, I know what I need to say. Political wise, I'm not savvy enough to articulate what it is that needs to be said, but I know there's something there. That's why I'm not I'm not politically savvy, but my spider sense is telling me everything that you're saying about, you know, poverty versus not poverty, and me black versus white. Something don't add up to me, man. Something's just not adding up to me. You, I, you try to make it seem like it's and, and I know that you acknowledge the race, the racial part of it, but you almost make it seem like it's bigger than that. And I don't think it is. It, it's not that it's bigger than that. There's nothing you can do about the racial part. So then what's the point of this all then? It's if you, you're basically saying then it's going to always be this way. No, no, no. It's it's it, it's how do we fix it? We can't. Yeah, you can by acknowledging it. That's all. So is it just acknowledge it. You see, acknowledge that we're, we're, we're different. We have different things that so we do. So just acknowledging it fixes the problem. If you can acknowledge that we're different and you can live in a, a world where you live with different kinds of people. That's what America was supposed to be. Everybody was – and that's not exactly it either. The idea 
was that you could come here and you would be able to, uh, no matter where you came from, unless you were black, and you came here, you were able to uh, start a life and you were able to succeed and you weren't held by whatever the European's way of lifestyle was. And that's, that's what we're getting. Corporate, corporations own most of America. There's, they said, I was reading something the other day that there's only like five or six people that control meat in this country. Mm-hmm. Do you know how do you know how much money that is? Do you know how big that is? We we, we the people don't own anything anymore. There's no small business. The small people don't own anything anymore. We have to get back to where people can have a little bit more control of how they're rowing their little boat. Because if there's only big boats in the water, you can't get your rowboat in there anymore. And we need to break up some things. I, I, I mean, I, it's just going to be painful because here, here's, the, here's the hardest part. I, I don't like – this is the first time I really think in this last, like, t- two decades that black, that black poor people, black people, minorities have had a chance to come up and start being um, effective – in launching businesses and success and making real money. Because uh, especially right now in the age that we are, in the computer age that we are, you don't even deal with people face-to-face anymore. So this is where racism kind of gets a little cloudy. Because if you're just dealing with people over the internet and you don't know where that person is, but they do work for you and they're getting their job accomplished and it's done, there's no racial component to that anymore. It's a business component. That's it. Do they get the job done? Do they get it done at the price? Is my work done? I'm here. It's not about employing someone in your office. <clears throat> so that's the, there's this big stride that's been made. But if we want to fix the problem that we have right now, you have to go backwards, and this momentum, I think, will be slowed down, and it will affect the people who are just finally getting something. That's my worry. The other side is if we let it go how it is right now, and what I'm talking about it being a more computer world, a more uh, over-the-internet kind of working, uh, operations where you don't work in an office, but you're working at home, where we're changing the way that uh, how we work, how we flow throughout this society, there is a possibility that straight capitalism with some um, controls over corporate America and banking – could fix itself, and we could continue this momentum. Those are the people that that that's the tr- people on the Trump side actually feel what I just said. That this could fix this could fix things as well. The the, the people that you're talking about, the Candace Owens, <coughs> see the possibility of that actually. I, I'm 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 hoping that's what they see, but what they have explained is that's what they're explaining that this could correct itself and opening up free markets, doing things where money is available and people could grow you grow out of that and once there's an economic situation where there's all the the, the, the top reflects everyone that changes the narrative and it changes the stereotype if you start seeing all more successful people all the time, pretty soon you just see those people as successful. You stop seeing them as uh, how they've been portrayed on television, how they've been portrayed in the media. I don't know if I agree with any of that. I mean, because you could just look on social media and every day, every day you see it. I, that's one of those. We can't fix those people. 
but they have a voice because they're on social media. There was a time in this world where they had no voice. Right. It just mean, No, it just means that the same shit that's going on today was going on then. It just wasn't accessible to you. Right. But nothing's changed. It's still going on. Are there more it's or just less of that? It's just accessible. Are there more or less of it? I don't know. That, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that there's I don't know how to qual- I don't know how to quantify it. I, don't, I know what I feel. I know when I walk down the street, it seems different. I know uh, the people that I'm around are different. Well, when you say that we mean the people you're around. The people that I surround myself with. It's easy to surround myself with people that I trust in their, their thought process. Not, I shouldn't say trust. Because Listen, that's the, a people big I, the people I surround myself with, I don't experience it. But that doesn't mean I don't know it exists. Right. But is it exists? Is it is? Is our group growing and that other group is getting smaller? That's the question. Yeah, this would be a great part time if we could get if we had a producer they, they could get us those numbers well, well we'll pick up some numbers and we'll have this we'll pick this conversation up with uh og yeah i and for a brief second when candace owens was saying what she was saying and i even hate myself for saying this i went is she right am i am i Am I wrong? Am I making a mistake? Is she right? Because this is why I said, dude, I would love to see Eric Michael Dyson or Professor Cornell West take this bitch on because they have the knowledge, the experience, the, the, the vocabulary. They have everything they need to battle with this bitch. And I could look at it then and go, aha, I knew I was right. Okay. Or I could go, damn, I was wrong. I don't have that. But what I do have is I'm sitting here going, any woman, and she does it with great pride, that backs Donald Trump the way she did, she does. And she said in the, in the, in the um, I forget what they call it again, I just say it, in the fucking, when they sit in their Congress, whatever it is, like, not court, but sitting there and doing a oh, thing. Oh, in, con- in Congress and in the... Is that Congress? Is that yeah. what we're sitting yeah. down and yeah. all those people? Yeah. yeah. And she's defending this man and Donald Trump's done this and Donald Trump's done that and blah, 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 blah. And I'm going, I can't keep listening to this thinking that this is somehow going to change my mind and go, is Donald Trump racist? Maybe he's not racist. When everything I've seen, every bit of proof that his actions... This man is a fucking racist. This man is a narcissist. This man is a sexist. So how no matter what Candace Owens says, I can't look past what we know. But let me ask you this question because what president number is this? 45? Yeah. And then so there was one black president, 44. Yeah. Okay. So there's 43 more before him. Yeah. No racism in, in the of White course. House? Of course. Okay, so, did but did any of them do anything that was good for uh, society and black people in general? Was life under all those presidents glamorous or better at all? And, and for a good amount of those presidents, we were slaves. Up until, what, what, what's, I don't even know what Lincoln yeah, Again, I don't know those numbers. And then Lincoln still, there was another two years. That, and we, then, we could get into the details and break this down more. Okay, listen, light, I, I'll put it to you like this. Um... When they had that summit, that black summit on BET, Killer Mike, T.I., Candace Owen, 
at one point, T.I. turns to Candace and when he goes, when you say make America great again, what era are you talking about? So when you, to answer your question, all the presidents before Obama, was, did they not do anything good, not just for the country, but for black people? I turn to T.I. What era are you talking about? Yes, things progressed. Yes, things weren't as bad. But niggas still caught hell. Yeah, without a doubt. But let me ask you this question. And I'm just... I'm just going to... First of all, when you talk about Candace Owen, let me just say this. And this is where people call me wishy-washy or that I have flippy floppy. Dude, Candace Owen isn't 100% wrong, but she is definitely not 100% right. Trump is not 100% wrong, but he is definitely not 100% right. You Okay, here's my bottom line. You are defending a man. And I'm not defending him. Not you. I mean Candace Owens. Okay. You are defending a man who is a racist. We don't need to go no further than that. I don't give a fuck. Wait, wait, let me finish. I know people go, yeah, but he hasn't done all bad. Again, you're giving me a piece of cake with shit in it. You, you are racist, which means you do not like people of color. I am a person of color. You say things and you do things against people that look like me. I, I look insane to me going, you know, but he has done some good things. So therefore what? Okay. I'm supposed to like you now? But the 43 that came before him weren't any better, so that's the point. And I didn't like them motherfuckers. Okay, so let's, so let's back this up a little bit then. Let's go. Uh, tell me what he's done specifically to black people. Just name one oh. thing. No, no, no. Give me the specific one that's gonna, that stays on the top of your head. When you hear him speak, that you look at him and you go, that motherfucker did this to... Central Park Five. That right there. We, and, and I can give you a... You know, we, there's a list... But that we could we could go we could start and stop right there. Okay, I'm going to take the Central Park Five on on this with you right now. Just and before you do, let me remind you how deep these scars go. Okay, I am. I understand this. I'm not. I'm I, not I, I know you understand it, but I'm just saying it. No, I, I'm. With, I'm with black, you on this. Black men have been hung from trees, right, on false accusations of raping white women. These young black boys had their entire childhood taken from them on a false on some false bullshit, and Donald Trump called for the murder. Now, had he done that and then went, you know what? I was wrong. That's my problem. My fault. But he didn't. And there's a racist arrogance that comes with him. Now, I'm glad you even asked me that question. Let me give you an honorary number two. Okay. Giving Rush Limbaugh the Medal of Freedom. He had a song called Magical Negro talking about Obama. He told a black woman, yo, Go take the bone out of your nose and the plate out of your lip and get back to me. He talked about how slavery was a good thing. So if we started and stopped at Central Park Five and Rush Limbaugh, and might I add, when he gave the Medal of Freedom to that man, there was a black Tuskegee Airman in that same building who didn't get one. We could go on and on and on. I could give a fuck what he's done good. That stops right there. Okay. Central Park Five. I, I agree with you 100%. He should have came out and he should have said, this is the information I was given. And by all the information I was given, I was told they confessed. I was told this is the, what happened. And I think that these people 
deserved the death penalty for what, I, what they admitted to doing. And then when he found out it wasn't true, then he should have reversed it and taken out another ad and said, we have a problem in the justice system. In the justice system. We need to fix this. That would have been the way to handle it. But that, uh, the prosecutor for the Central Park Five right. still is holding on to her fucking bullshit. There is a problem in the justice system. And the, the part with, that bothers me the most is that the president of this country <coughs> can't see that that's the problem. And he still holds on to the same thing that the prosecutor holds on. Or maybe on. he knows that's the problem. And like a lot of white people who are racist, don't give a fuck. This is a man who has shown you constantly through his words and his actions. He don't give a fuck. So why would this be any different? See, there's things that he's done though that, that speak differently though. In his business, the, the in that, his business, in his business, he's hired minorities. He's hired. He had the first white woman folks general. Love hiring niggas for help. He had the first. That we have a history of being hired as help. He had the first female general contractor in New York that worked for his company. The first in all of New York. Was she white? Yeah. And then he told three women of color who were in Congress, "Go back to your countries." He said, if you don't like this country, go back to where you came from. The go back to where you came from I is get a it, racist connotation. He's, he's tone deaf, and he never hears what he says is racist. Okay, so again, you keep offering me cake with shit in it. I'm supposed to enjoy that? I'm not saying that you have to enjoy it. I'm why, saying, but why acknowledge it? Why acknowledge? You, the good means nothing because if you keep the 43 up. that came before that didn't give you anything either. Okay, and we have to progress. And niggas ain't celebrating them. But we have to progress. You have to progress. Listen, I'll tell you where you want to go look, and if you want to start, and I shouldn't say all 43, because uh, check out uh, Teddy Roosevelt. And I think we're in a very similar place in in, in this country. In different ideas, but I think there's a lot of analogies or working problems that you can see with Teddy Roosevelt and where we are right now. When we got Obama's president, that was a big celebration in terms of progression. But then yet everybody on the right in Congress denied everything he tried to do. Do you think that they would have acquitted Obama had he betrayed his country and committed treason? Do you think them right wing white men would have let him off the hook the way they let Trump off the hook? Two things. I don't think that they would have let let him off the hook, but they weren't searching for him to do anything either. Uh, when all the things that come up about the bombings, about uh, the, the drone strikes, no one went after Obama. And rightfully so. He was doing what was best for what he thought was best for the country as the president. This guy is a different story. This isn't a presidential president. This isn't a person that works on a level like that. Okay, so that if he's not a presidential president, which is to say he shouldn't be president, but you can look past all of that to go, well, he's done some good things. If you, if you have gotten out of prison because of prison reform, would you say that he did something good? If, you, if, you're, if you're free today, would you say that something good happened? You know, it's that old saying, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Have you ever heard that one? No. The bathwater's dirty, so you just throw everything out in the tub. There's no... The dual, well, I would it, throw the baby away because the baby going to get dirty again. The club you, tub you can clean, clean. and now have to yeah. watch, get dirty again. But the, the, the dude isn't, he isn't what we want. 
Even the people who keep him in office, I don't think that he is what they want. I don't think that the, the, the people, the, the, the Christian fundamentalists the, the, that know who he is, want him. It's what they have, and they want to keep propping him up because they like that better than when they see Biden or when they see Bernie or when they see Obama or when they see Cory Booker or when they see Elizabeth Warren. You got it. The system is built to get what you can from whoever's in there, whether they're for you or against you. Again, I, 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 that, that's why I say I, I wish to God I could see someone take on Candace Owens that is equipped to take her on so that I can know. I'm not, let me not say I can know because I do know. But just so I could look and go, confirm it for me. Let me know I'm not crazy. Yeah, exactly. That's right. What he said. I, I, right on, brother. I can give it to you in, in the way that I can explain it for me. I can tell you a hundred great things that uh, Trump has done. And I can also tell you in my heart, I know that that guy isn't, I, I, you know that that isn't the right person. You know that that person's wrong. Right. I, and so all the Candace Owens things that you're saying, I get because whether or not she is saying anything that he's done, and I can give you things that he's done. I don't think right. I can really do 100, to be honest, but mm. I use that. Uh, it's, it's, he's just another part of the problem, but you got to take what you can get because there's the judicial branch, there's the executive branch, and there's the, uh, the, the what is it, the, the, con- the Congress, right? Mm-hmm. The judicial? Yeah. Just, yeah. So... Uh, there's other ways to get things done, and we're supposed to be getting these things done. Right. And we're not. We're just focused on one problem, which is just the one guy. Right. If I can, let me just play a quick snippet. This is going to be a two, two, two-parter no, podcast. No, no, it ain't, because um, it's almost it's 6.30, and we got to jump in the shower. Yeah, but we're an hour and 40. Are we? Yeah. No, we started at uh, 4.30. It's an hour and 40. I'm looking right at it now. Um, let me just see. I just want to see. I'm not even sure this is the right one. I just want to see something though. Um, Steve, I'm going to skip past this ad and cut to this thing. But three, we didn't two, really do anything funny. One in this one. Yeah, it ain't all <laughs> shuck and jive. Time is expired, Miss Owens. That was unfair. It was not unfair. You had plenty of extra time. Ms. No, Owens. it did not, Miss Owens. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Chairman, ranking. There we go. Uh, Mr. Chairman, ranking member, Mr. Collins, uh, thank you for having me here today. I received word on my way in that many of the journalists were confused. Oh, shit. We might not use any of this. I was just trying to find this one thing. Because this one guy, white guy, the thing about her and her blackness and her response to it, yeah, I can't find it, but fuck it. Steve, scratch that. Um, but yeah, okay, you want to sign off? You want to you wrap this up? Yeah, well, I'll just give a shout-out to the founder of Trader Joe's, Joe uh, Coulombi. I, I can't say his name. I can't fucking read. Uh, Trader Joe's founder died at 89 last week. We didn't give him a shout-out. That might be some white people shit, but I want to give him a shout-out. Uh, Jordan Peele has his movie Candyman that looks like it's going to be a fucking Godzilla of a movie. So that one's coming out. Uh, the coronavirus, I'm going to go fight that. Tomorrow, when I fly back to New York, I'm going to get on the plane, and I'm wearing a, I got like a, a, what are those called? A bandana. 
bandana. I don't have. I, I couldn't find any. Uh, so you wear the bandana. You I'm put it, like a I'm, uh, outlaw. Outlaw. I'm, okay. We'll put my bandana on and get in there. And then uh, I guess if we're signing off, we we had a long political conversation that went nowhere. Uh, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders. Let us know who you think uh, the Democrats should. Uh, <clears throat> should put in there, uh, and you you can get, you can send in some funny ones if you want. But I mean, I, I honestly would like to know who what what everybody's thinking. Uh, do you think that uh, Biden's the, the, the is going to get black? Uh, the, the, all the news yeah, said black support, yeah, black yeah. support. I've never heard during. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys. This is something that I wanted to say that I forgot about during the primaries. Black support is very very important. Very important to the primaries because every vote counts. But when it comes time to elect a president, because jury uh, jury mandarin, uh, man, I, mean, I can't say these words, mandarin, mandarin, and uh, the, how they redline the, the cities, the states, and where the votes count, black vote isn't as important anymore. Just a little food for thought. You gotta have. <laughs> you, 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 you get in, you're on C, black folks are on CNN right now and they're on MSNBC and they have the support of Biden but he don't need you to get into the White House yeah see and uh, somehow we just gotta get up in there and change the stereotypes um, I'm not on TV often because uh, I think your, your boy is blackballed and I've said that in several interviews but uh Netflix has a show on called Gentified, uh, and a couple of you guys have been hitting me up on Instagram. I guess you saw me on there. I got one scene where I play a chef, and I've been told it's kind of funny. Uh, so to the Hispanics out there, if you haven't heard about this show, it's called Gentified. It's produced and directed by America Ferrara, a.k.a. Ugly Betty. Um, check it out. I don't know what episode it is, but your boy's in there, and it's full chef splendor. Can I give you some white spin right now? Yes. Instead of saying you've been blackballed, yes. and, why don't you say, "Hey, some of this, uh, some of this anti Aries on TV is wearing off. I have oh, broken through. Okay, they're seeing my better side, <laughs> and I'm on Netflix. I got a part where I'm playing the chef. I killed it. Everybody's loving it. To all my Hispanic peeps, listen. It's directed by. Come on, fill it in." <sighs> The Negro has broken through. Check him out on Netflix. That nigga Aries Spears has done it. He's with the Spicks and the Hispanics and the Wetbacks on Gentified. See him as a chef. Ah, that's right. He's the help. What else is expected? That nigga is black as the pool ball itself. Yeah. The chef is no longer the help, by the way. Oh, he's not? The chef is the star of the show. Well, I'm the star of the moment. But the chef in general right. in, okay. in now is the star of the show. It's the chef. The chef used to have that, you know, he was just the guy working in the back. Right. Now the chef is the fucking right. the man. I went and bought some icy hot roll on. <laughs> I got to take my old ass and yeah. hit my, yeah. my was this my quadricep? Hit my quadricep up. Yeah, by yourself in your think, room. Yeah, I think when I'm sitting down, it starts it tightens to up? tighten up on me because. Are you drinking water? Was, have you been drinking water? Yeah, but I think that might be it too. I'm not drinking enough water. Yeah, yeah, because you've been walking up and down this. This, yeah. All right, folks. This is um, Andy Steinberg and Aries. Damn, we. You know what I just realized? Uh, between your last name 
my last name, and where we are, there's 47 S's. <laughs> San Francisco with Andy Steinberg and Aries Spears. Big shout out to all my It's Raining Men people out there. You know I love y'all. Cover up. Can you feel it, baby?